Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to the next episode of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. Uh, so when this episode airs, it's going to be Banned Book Week. I can't remember what that date is. Dates are hard, but I know that Sometime when in September. Airs, it's Banned Book Week. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are obviously doing banned books. Um, I think this is something that we do every September. Oftentimes books are banned for dumb reasons. They're not always banned everywhere. Uh, this time around, though, we did try to pick like more recent like more recently banned books for me, I specifically picked uh, one that has been banned in this last school year. And it's like a new er book. I think the mm. last couple banned books, ones we've done, like my books were older, like they were like eighties. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like, yeah, you've been picking ones that have been around a long time and been consistently banned. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was so, banned last year, but is a slightly older, still new, but like okay. older. Right. The fact that it was banned for when it came out and it was just banned last year, interested me so i'll talk oh. to it when it's my part hmm, okay i am intrigued uh anyways so the book that i did i'm just going to jump into it because there's kind of a lot to this book and i want to talk a little bit about book banning um so the book that i picked was tricks by ellen hopkins this book was actually written in 2009 um i believe i didn't look into like the details super hard but i believe it hasn't banned off and on and through various districts since it's been um released I know that this last year, though, they banned it in 13 different school districts. And so this particular book was banned for drug use and being sexually explicit. The little blurb that the school districts use to talk about it um, is just five troubled teens fall into prostitution to survive, essentially. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I will say up front that I typically am pretty anti like book banning, um, but I do think something's to do like there's a maturity level right involved in like reading some some content like you know i think we all ran into that growing up where it was like oh maybe i didn't quite understand that or like maybe that was a little bit too mature for me mm -hmm. um i with this particular book i could see why maybe this this one got banned <laughs> um the content itself i'm not that concerned about but the way that some of the descriptions are for some of the stories that go on because it is about five different um five different teenagers some of them are pretty like sexually explicit. Like oh, okay. I could definitely see how the description of that ruffled <laughs> feathers. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I wasn't really expecting it. Like I knew going into it, like, you know, what the book was supposed to be about, but I was just like a little taken back even like as an adult that it was so graphic in some ways. And like some parts of it were kind of crude. Like mm -hmm. I felt like, um, so I actually don't really blame districts for thinking that maybe this content's a little bit too mature. Definitely. I think for college kids, don't, not a problem at all. Like you're an adult, like go ahead and read whatever the heck you want. But yeah. I, I could see why maybe some parents <laughs> wouldn't be super on board. Um, but the content itself though, I think is really interesting. Um, so like I said, it's about five different teenagers. They all end up in prostitution in some way, shape or form. Um, but they all have very different stories. And so I think the thing that I do like about this book and why it should be read is just because like you can see like each of these teenagers, I'm going to give you like a quick rundown of each of them, but like how their different backgrounds and experiences still push them to that same end. Right. Mm -hmm. Where like, I think people a lot of times talk about like sex workers as like, oh, they made bad choices or whatever the case may be. Like there's that stigma around it. Like, I don't believe that, but like there is that stigma societally. Yeah. So I thought it was really interesting that this book kind of highlights that like you can have all these different backgrounds, all these different paths, and you could still end up in Vegas stripping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to get into a lot of the explicit details, but I'm going to give you a quick rundown of the different stories that this one goes over and how 
that works out. So uh, the first teenager I'm going to talk to you guys about is Eden. So uh, all five of these, they're probably, I don't remember exactly how old they are, but I think, I believe all of them are supposed to be about 16, 17. So like they're a little later in their teens, but they are teenagers. Um, Eden is from a super religious family. So she's 16 dating a 19 year old. Uh, I don't love it. Um, I could see why situations occur where that happens, but it gives me the ache a little bit. Like you're 16, Mm -hmm. you don't know enough. They're a full grown adult technically, but whatever. Um, in the state that she lives in, I don't remember which state, um, the age of consent is 18. So even okay. if you are 16 and you like sleep with a 19 year old, like that's. You, yeah, it's statutory. You can't. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, why can my brain not think of the word? Yeah. That's I, was, I was like, I'll say, I'll say it. I was like, I can see you struggling. <laughs> like, I just like, I couldn't come up with it because they don't say it in the book. Like they just say mm. that it's illegal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be considered statutory rape. Um, I will say that I like the 19 year old that she's dating. Like. He's very respectful. Like they're very clearly in love with each other. Like he, uh, because she is from a really religious background, him and his family start attending her church and like getting to know her family without like her parents are like of the, you don't date unless you're ready to marry them. Mm. Like if there's not a ring, you don't date. So there's only courting. You're courting. Yeah. 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 So like they're very old school. And like, this was written in 2009. And I don't believe that any of these stories are supposed to take place in like old times. <laughs> like, <laughs> like your parents are just really, really religious. Um, yeah. So basically Eden's whole gist is that she's in love with this guy. He's very nice. He's very respectful. They do have sex. Um, but her parents find out that they're dating and like lose their minds. And they decide that like the only reason that she would be doing this to them, like the shame, the embarrassment, like blah, 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 is that she's possessed. Oh, sure. Of course. Yeah. That was, yeah, actually, I mean, my, why that was actually my first thought, if I'm being perfectly honest. I was like, oh, yeah. sounds like possession. So like they literally like lock her in a room and they make her spend time with like men from her church. And like they're constantly trying to like get the devil out of her. But some of the men from the church treat her like she's going to be sexual with them. That's why I'm like, because why they get is, the vibe. Yeah. Why, why is it now? Why should she hang out with men from the church in these locked All rooms? men from the church. Like, how yeah. is the, I, don't, I don't understand They're how the, the men folk are going to, how are they going to help? Like, the ladies, I guess, I could have. Right. But. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where that goes, but you can imagine that she ends up in these, like, kind of terrible situations. And so, yes, she ends up in some, some prostitution sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. I think hers is, like, the most um, tame of the stories, though, even though there's possession. <laughs> okay (laughs) sadly the tamest uh so that's like eden's kind of gist um like i said i'm just gonna give you kind of a quick rundown of each of them if you want to like see their full fleshed out stories like definitely read the book it was a good book it's just that be prepared that there were some descriptions that maybe my brain wasn't ready to listen to because i did listen to this i was like oh my god also um i do think it's odd that it's like explicit sex scenes of minors like that feels extra ick it does give me a little bit more ick. Like I remember like, like some of the vampire books and stuff having like sexual scenes, but like most of the ones that I recall, like it was just like heavy petting. Like there wasn't like full on like, mm-hmm. like explicit sex. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was interesting too. Yeah. that It, it went that far. Um, so that's Eden. So we've got one who's like a, an incredibly religious family. Um, so Seth is the next one. He is a, Gay boy living in Indiana. Yikes. Mm-hmm. 
probably not great. Yeah, it's not great. Um, his mom dies. Uh, his dad is pretty religious. So again, there's some religious undertones for for um Seth's story. It's not really his identity though. It's not in the same way as like with Eden. Like everything that she did, like she was still a good religious girl. Where mm-hmm. Seth like knows that that's not his path. Like he knows that like that's that's his dad's thing, and so he does stuff like meet people online to like try to date and then he also does get involved with like uh one of their local priests realizes that he's gay and takes advantage of him because there's not a lot of opportunities for a gay boy in indiana mm-hmm. um so because of that he does put himself into some situations that i would describe as potentially sketchy uh he dates men who are older than him that live out of town um his like long-term boyfriend just kind of like up and leaves him because he actually ends up being like a minister or something oh he was like you knew that this is what i was gonna do he's like yeah but i didn't know you were just gonna like leave me yeah like i like, thought we could do both yeah and so like that's like kind of surprising to him and so he ends up like spending his time with this like 50 year old guy and i think seth's like 17 because he's like just about to graduate high school so like maybe at this point like he's between 17 and 18 like on that cusp yeah um but he starts spending time with this like 50 year old guy because like he's pretty nice to him he doesn't really pressure him but he can get him into like the gay club and the bigger cities that he goes to so uh he does end up like going to all of these stories converge in vegas that's why i made that like mm-hmm. vegas stripper joke because they mm-hmm. do actually all converge in vegas okay yeah. um so he does end up like going to vegas with this older guy but he's basically his escort like <laughs> this guy just like pays for him it's like his sugar daddy kind of yeah like it's kind of a weird situation. So, like, not all of these are, like, true, like, prostitution. They're all different oh, okay. varieties of sex work. Mm-hmm. That makes so sense, that, yeah. Yeah, but you still, you know, all kind of end up in the same place. Like, it's mm-hmm. all still sex work. Like, yeah. But you didn't necessarily just, like, make a bunch of bad decisions. Like, you were in a bad situation or maybe your background didn't lead for you to, like, live your authentic self. Because, like, Seth does try to tell his dad, like, he's like, I'm gay. And his dad was like, you need to leave. Like, that's basically why he decides to go off with this Uh, 50-year-old guy. mm -hmm. Because he, like, finally decides to just tell him. He's like, I'm still the same person. I've always been this person. Like, I'm not different. And his dad was like, nope. Yeah, like, oh, I don't care. Goodbye. Hard pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I felt really bad for Seth. Like, he ends up, I just, like, feel bad for him. Like, it's not that he made bad choices or anything like that. He just. No, it's just, like, the way that it turned out. Yeah. He got roll bad dice mm-hmm. so it's sad especially like with his mom being gone and like he felt like maybe she would have would have accepted him and so like he really struggles with that and his relationship with his dad so that's Seth's story uh then we have ginger Ooh, ginger <laughs> so ginger's mom actually is a prostitute like straight up um okay. like that's what they call her in the book i, I understand that they prefer sex workers but this is what the, the story calls them mm-hmm. um so that's what her mom does um so ginger has multiple younger siblings and uh has had bad experiences with men in her life because her mom brings a lot of really sketchy dudes around and she always has um but because her mom is basically constantly gone or neglectful ginger spends a lot of time um being the primary caregiver and then she also has her grandmother who helps her with some of the siblings she can't be around all the time right Mm -hmm. but like she does feel guilty when she is gone and then something happens to a sibling like one of her younger siblings got hit by a car oh yeah and she was like i can't believe like i went to the mall with my friends so like poor ginger she's in these situations and like when she was really young i will say for ginger's story i'm going to give a trigger warning of rape um comes up a couple of times for her so when she was really young she came home one day and like her mom was out and there was this guy there that her mom had been seeing and he 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fill in the blanks there. Uh, so that happened to her. And so she doesn't really trust men at all. So she is interested in this girl at school. So she's not necessarily, I don't think, considers herself um, lesbian or gay, but she definitely prefers women's company over men because mm-hmm. like I would too. You yes. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I don't feel safe around men. And like this girl at school is nice and like kind to me. And like, so I totally get that. Um, mm. She runs into that same situation again. Her mom is gone one day with the kids and she gets home and there's this guy there. And she was like, uh, this feels weird. I feel like this isn't, it's kind of like last time and it's not good. And the guy says something and she real ginger realizes that her mom has been selling her for sex. Oh. So not only is it that she's bringing these sketchy guys around, she's literally selling her young daughter mm. to men who have a proclivity for younger girls. So she Great runs away. Parenting. Yep. Probably would. Too. I would too. Yep. She runs away with the girl from school. They end up being strippers in Vegas actually. But um, like they end up having like a relationship with each other. But as you can imagine, like your sex life would be impacted when you are also a sex worker and like you're doing those kinds of things like as your job, like their like intimacy is really impacted by that. And so that's kind of where Ginger's story goes. It's really interesting kind of to see how that unfolds. Um, But I'm glad she at least found somebody that like made her feel safe, you know? Yeah, seriously. Like (laughs) they end up making bank too because they just like lean into the whole like we're into each other thing when they do mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. But like they like it. So it's fine, but it's also kind of gross because they get paid for it. You know, like mm-hmm. so you, yeah. you, there's like a lot of um, like, like I said, all these stories are very different. Like their experiences are so different. Yeah, seriously. So that's three of them. Um, Then we have Cody. He actually lives in Vegas already. Hmm. Um, He has super destructive tendencies. So what he does is like, he's like sleeping with his ex-girlfriend's best friend, but he also gambles a lot and smokes and drinks, but he's trying really hard to keep his brother from doing any of these things. And then his stepdad dies suddenly. So he ends up having to kind of like be in charge of figuring out how to support his family, even though he keeps blowing their money on gambling (laughs) because he keeps thinking that he can get ahead. Uh So he ends up having to like take things from the home and sell them. And like the mom is like, well, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Like once you're past a certain age, like you can't, can't even strip in Vegas. Like, so his family is basically just like struggling with finances. And so he's trying to find ways to pay for it. So that's really Cody's story. His is pretty straightforward. Um, I do think that like his relationship with his ex-girlfriend's best friend at first seems like it's just sexual and I didn't really like it. But after his stepdad dies, they have like a much more like loving relationship. I don't know if he just like needed to turn the corner and like have some sort of responsibility in his life or like what the deal was for him. Mm -hmm. But as much as I didn't like Cody when I first started his chapters, because it'll like alternate. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up kind of liking him (laughs) (laughs) because like. I don't know. He didn't seem as much of a dick later. Like he like kind of stepped up and became like the man of the house, even though he still was running them into the ground a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that was an interesting one. Not my favorite of the stories, I will say. And then the last one is Whitney. So Whitney lives in like a much more like nuclear family situation. They live in California, but her mom's favorite daughter is her sister. So she doesn't treat her very nicely. And then Mm -hmm. she spends a lot of her time like at the country club. Um, and her dad works out of town. So he spends most of his time out of town. Um, so Whitney's whole deal is basically, she's just looking for somebody to love her. Mm -hmm. 
like I get it. She like feels really neglected at home. She feels like nobody ever chooses her. She gives her virginity to this guy who was like, I thought you were lying when you said you were virgin. So after we did it, though, I was just like stoked that I got your virginity and now I'm not interested in you at all. Mm -hmm. Like, what a jerk. Like, I felt so bad for Winnie. Like, she just wants to be loved. But she meets this guy at a mall who's like, I'm a photographer. Oh, of course he is. We see where this is going. Uh And so when she's drunk, like she calls him because she doesn't have anyone to call. Like, you're going to call your mom who doesn't like you already when you're drunk to say, come save me. No, 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 no. So she calls this guy and like he's older than her. I don't know exactly how old he is. I don't even know if she knows how old he is, but he's definitely older than her. She's probably 16, 17. Um, and he basically grooms her. Mm-hmm. So that it just it gets real creepy. Like he like he dresses her in like very virginal clothes because like she told him this whole, you know, the whole sob story. And so he's like, oh, we'll make your ex feel like jealous and he does all these like sexy photo shoots with her where he like poses her really suggestively and like it's just very creepy like he tells her he loves her really fast like Uh, so it's mm -hmm. just like that it's just like straight grooming basically so that's Whitney's story it was very creepy and unsettling and I didn't like (laughs) did not enjoy her relationship with him like the whole time my brain is screaming I'm just like stop yeah like like, what are you doing someone help her save her Uh, but yeah, so the way that the book is structured is it just alternates chapters um, between each of the characters. And then there are like poems between each chapters. Like mm. it's kind of interesting in the poem, like we'll feed into like what the next theme is or like what happens to the character next. So mm-hmm. I liked that structure. It was like a really good way to break it up without me like getting confused, you know? Yeah. Sometimes when you jump around too much, it's like, wait a minute, where were we? <laughs> what were we doing? Yeah. <laughs> um. So it kind of gives you like a, a little glimpse into like what is happening. So I'm going to give this book, I've really been torn on it just because, like I said, there's a lot of ups and downs. It is pretty sexually explicit, but considering what it is, I'm going to give it a four and a half because I do think it does a really good job at explaining all of these different characters. They're really well thought out. Um, And I liked the way that they all kind of converged in in Vegas. Like, I thought that was just like, I was like, oh, they're actually going to like overlap. I thought it was just going to be very individual standalone stories. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of interesting to see each of their journeys and how they all got there, even though they're doing something slightly different, but they all end up kind of on the same path. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's an interesting way to do it. I like it. Yeah. So enjoyed. Mine, definitely kind of different, but also... Slightly same. So I did The Truth About Alice by Jennifer Matthew. Um, it's definitely a yaw book, which typically those are the ones that get banned anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was written in 2014, but only recently last year started really getting banned, oh. which I thought was interesting. Um, one of them banned it for pornography, which is funny because I'm there's like half of a sex scene, basically. And it's like not really? even really like a sex scene either. So I don't know how they're coming up with pornography. But, like, the main places it was banned is, like, Utah and Florida. So, also, mm-hmm. not surprising. Okay. And then a lot of them are saying it's for adult, mature themes. But what I find really interesting is that this book is, like, 100% things that are actually happening in high schools. And, like, maybe we actually should, like, let these kids read it so we can talk about it because it's horrible. It's, like, well, so, and they also try to ban it for, like, bullying. And it's, like, yeah, that's exactly what happened here. Happens. So maybe, maybe, maybe crazy idea. Let them read it and we'll discuss it. But either way, so. The truth about Alice. Here's the little blurb in the beginning. Everyone knows Alice slept with two guys at one party. But you did you know Alice was sexting Brandon when he crashed his car? It's true. Ask anybody. So that's the whole story. gossipy. 
Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what this is. Very gossipy. So the book starts. So it jumps between a couple different characters. We have um, Elaine, Kelsey, Josh, and Kurt. So um, Elaine is like the most popular girl in the school. Uh, This is also in bumfuck middle of nowhere. Uh, She fully intends to graduate high school, get married, have her two and a half kids, white picket fence, whole thing. Like she doesn't want to leave and she doesn't understand why anybody would ever want to leave this podunk town but that's because she's the top of the pyramid her mom's the top of the parent pyramid whatever even like Mm -hmm. the parents gossip about the kids and like get into their stories too there's nothing else to do like they'll say like oh yeah the kids can go to a party and it's like not that big of a deal that they're driving drunk because there's no other cars out and yet but there's trees crazy fun fact um yeah so it's elaine and then obviously there's alice and so she's kind of like our main story everything revolves everything that's happening is happening to her and about her Mm -hmm um kelsey was alice's best friend before all this happened so kelsey moved from some other t- like podunk town basically uh where she was like not popular at all like she like ate lunch by herself every day in middle school and then she came here in high school and alice was nice to her the first day alice is basically like she's a popular girl um but also kind of gets along with other people but because alice talks to her like she gets to become part of this popular crowd and everything like that and so and this is like everything kelsey's ever wanted um and then there's Brandon. He is the star football quarterback. Um, him and his friend Josh made it like freshman year onto varsity, everything Classic. like that. Like this is going to be the year that they're going to win it all. Like they went to state last year and I don't think they won, but they're going to win it this year. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon and Elaine are like on again, off again and have been like since like children knew what dating was. Um, and like at one point, um, Alice was caught kissing Brandon at an eighth grade party and Elaine is like still angry about it. They're juniors at this point. Um, She's like still bitter about it. It's only been three years, obviously. Yeah. And it's like, she was like, she knew we were on again. Meh. And I'm like, you were children. Calm down. Like you were in eighth grade. Um, And then Kurt is Brandon's neighbor. Kurt is super smart. Like he's going to go like MIT, like that kind of smart, just like really high IQ. The only reason he even lives in this town uh, so he did live he was grew up in chicago and then his parents died in a car crash both of them and so he's an mm-hmm. orphan and he got taken in by his grandma and his grandma is in this town so he doesn't really get along with anybody he do he doesn't care either like he knows he's like too smart he of course has this huge crush on alice because she's gorgeous um but either way so uh how this all kind of kicks off well it kicks off like in the middle but i'll just go chronologically so elaine has a party She's not really planning on having a party even that day. Um, and then they just like decide at lunchtime and she tells her mom and her mom's like, okay, like she's like, oh yeah, just like the normal, like 30, like they're going to go out of town. Like her parents are going to go out of town at her sister's, which means they're going to get drunk and stay the night or whatever. Um, and so Elaine's aunt, her mom's sister. Um, and so the mom was like, okay, yeah, fine. But like, don't drink our hard alcohol. Like don't let people in the bedrooms. Like, Basically, the mom is kind of like, you're going to do it anyway. I guess you might as well do it at my house kind of a thing. And so Fair. this party happens and Elaine and Brandon are off right now. Um, and so then like Brandon and Alice like end up upstairs somehow like Elaine. Oh, so yeah. So she's like, they're upstairs or whatever. The two of them. And Elaine's like, oh, I should probably go make sure like nobody's like up in my parents' house. The party's kind of been going. And she like opens her bedroom door and Brandon and Alice are in there. And he's like reading her diary or whatever she like kicks him out and then she falls asleep and so like hours later it's like 2 a.m she wakes up um and then during all this time brandon has come downstairs and was like oh yeah i totally just slept with alice and also this other guy who was like 
gonna he's about to leave to go back to college because he was a freshman or whatever and it's like christmas break or something like that they're like yeah he did it too like alice up with both of us and you're like yeah and you're like really okay i'm sure that she did that you little tiny man um you child but either way of course everyone believes it right high school party all this stuff goes around um and so like kelsey and alice go to one of their houses that night i can't remember who after the party and kelsey is like a virgin i don't even think she's kissed a boy at this point and she's like oh did you really do it and alice is just like meh like because she already knows she's like, like whatever also this rumor is already gone like whether she did it or she didn't do it doesn't like, matter it doesn't matter anyway the whole school's gonna believe it her best friend is questioning her on it um and like there had been also this like during the summer alice was working at like the local swimming pool area and apparently like there's like these two boys there that are also lifeguards and kelsey liked one of them um and so like she alice had like gone into the bathroom with one of the boys and apparently like given him a blowjob maybe maybe not we don't know but then kelsey is all like i guess alice like lies about it or something i can't remember the exact details and kelsey is still angry it's been a year this was last summer and she's, she's still like, mad about something from like, three years ago too right so that's elaine that's the other one that's the other oh. one these children, have, these children have nothing else to do but yeah she's like i was my best friend and she lied about giving him a blowjob nah. and it's also that like she lied about doing it like she didn't actually do it i think is how it went but either way so all of that happens and so at this point like people are already kind of like ignoring alice a little bit right like a little bit of slut shaming going on um and then like a week after the party or two weeks or something like that after the party brandon and josh are driving um They've been drinking at Brandon's house. His mom asked him to go to the store to get diapers for his little sister. So they go. They crash their car. Brandon crashes the car. Brandon dies. Josh lives. So what comes out of this is that apparently Alice was sexting Brandon, was sending him like really provocative things and just wouldn't stop it. And that's why he crashed the car. Mm. How that fact came to be is that a couple, like a week or so after the accident, Brandon's mom comes over to Josh's house, the surviving best friend, and is mm-hmm. like clearly racked with guilt because like she knew that they had been drinking and she still asked him to go to the store. So like, okay, you knew that your underage child had been drinking, whether he's drunk, tipsy, That's whatever. On her. On her, and you asked him to go to the grocery store. Like you didn't have to do that. And she knew, she like knew that he had been drinking too. And so obviously she's tr- clearly trying to get it to be someone else's fault to like alleviate her guilt. Yeah. So she is like in josh's face basically like right next to, he's sitting in like a chair like a recliner she's like right on the couch basically right in his face and like there wasn't anything going on nothing else was happening at all like there, there were no other distractions going on um and for whatever reason he's also kind of one i think is a concussion but also he's dealing with his own guilt of everything that's going on which we learn later in the book why he is feeling guilty um but he just says it. It's like the first thing that comes to his mind. But of course, because his parents also gossip like their children do, that flies around. So now not only is Alice a slut, she's a slut who killed the quarterback who was going to take them to state and everything like that. And so that just goes around. So everybody starts treating Alice completely different. And the whole time, I'm just like, you dumb lady. Like, because you feel immense guilt about the fact that you told your son who had been drinking to go to the store and he dies... You are now going to just assume this rumor is true because also they could have checked his phone. Like they probably yeah, did. Yeah, that's his what phone. I was thinking. Like, like the phone should be there. They could have checked it and seen if there were any text. So, like, yeah. So now um, everyone is basically like completely avoiding Alice. There's like the slut stall and the bathroom gets started. Actually, it started by oh. Kelsey because Kelsey drops Alice like freaking hot potato. Like she's Man. like, she's like, nope. I've already been a big old outcast. I'm not going to do it again. Like, 
no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be a part of it. She feels like kind of guilty. There's also something that happened, like the bad thing that happened like the summer before that she's like alluding to. And she basically blames Alice for it happening. Because if Alice hadn't lied about giving a blowjob, she never would have done what she did. And nothing of the bad things that ever would have happened. Um, She grew up super religious. Like her mom literally takes her to like abortion clinics to like hold up lies and signs that are lines and stuff. Um, so obviously something about the bad stuff has to be something kind of related to that, you would assume. Whether it's like I have some assumptions. Yeah, like pregnancy, a pregnancy scare, maybe she's raped, maybe she's not, maybe she just has sex and now she has a mental scale, right? Like obviously I know what happened because I read the book. But um, so like all this is going on. So she blames Alice for all of those events that like that's none of her. One hundred percent she needs to own up to her own actions. Um and so yeah, so she like drops her best friend and then Kurt's kind of involved, so he's just like one, he has this huge crush on Alice. Um, and Brandon, before he had died, had, like, told him about, like, a, something that happened. Like, what actually happened that night at the party. And mm-hmm. so Kurt is like, oh, I could go tell her. Like, that would probably make her feel better. But he's, like, super big nerd, doesn't know how to bring anything up. Um, and so he, like, starts helping her with her geometry homework or whatever. And, like, her mom is kind of always seeing different guys. It's never really home. She has to take care of herself. Um starts doing that they like kind of become friends and then he ultimately does tell her and then she gets they kind of get this big old fight she was like you didn't want to tell me this months ago like have you just been using this like do you want me to sleep with you now like what is going on like i'm a big old slut so i'll sleep with anybody kind of a thing um and so yeah the the entire book is like just 100 percent all about like what Mm -hmm. happens with like high school bullying and like when lies get out of control yeah. I mean, also, like, kind of specifically, you know, like, a parent lets their kid drink and drive, but whatever. Um, and, like, well, you, and it all does kind of come to, like, this end. Um, the ending was kind of interesting. I mean, I see why it, how it had to close the way that it did. And once you figure out kind of, like, what Josh's whole thing is, honestly, I think that um, he was in love with Brandon and he just didn't know it. So, because also this is, like, a very conservative I was kind of guessing that it was going to be something like that when you said that, like, he had his own reasons. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, like, everyone's kind of, like, dealing with their own thing and trying to, like, figure it all out. But all this is just spiraling. Now, should it be banned? No. There's literally, I think, like, other than, like, this where it's like, oh, yep, she gave him a blowjob. Literally, they go into a bathroom. They come out. She never denies having done it until way later. Um, It's Brandon saying, oh, yep, we took turns. We had sex. We don't ever see that happen as the reader. How like, is it any worse than like Gossip Girl? Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, Gossip Girl definitely worse because I just restarted it. Like literally the only like scene where anybody's having sex, it's like two people. It lasts less than a minute. And it's like, it's literally like the character. It's from the female's perspective of her being like, oh my gosh, that was more painful than I thought. Oh wait, it's done. Okay, well now this is weird and awkward. And oh my gosh, I didn't actually really want to do this that much. And then like gets her clothes and leaves like yeah that's not porn no yeah there's no like oh my gosh and his member was so you know what i mean like did you not refer to the member okay got it (laughs) yeah it's not that kind of porn no no so there's like nothing and so yeah so calling it that like i can obviously why like utah and stuff would do it because also these the kind of places are going to be the ones where the take the stuff takes place 100% 100% middle of damn nowhere where nobody has anything better to do than care about their football team and like yes it is sad right he died sure but he's been drinking and driving like this should be a lesson and like and also like the cops like had his blood alcohol he was like very drunk at this point so like because even the mom is like I mean I know that he can like handle his beer blah, 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 blah. and it's like I can't believe his mom was like you should go drive now 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, nope, you can go drive yourself, lady, or maybe wait done. a day or do something else. Yeah. Um, Get a towel. Your baby will be fine. Yeah, like you can figure it out. You can figure something else out. I don't know. Um, But yeah, so it honestly, the book is also short. It's like 204 pages or something like that. I thought it was going to be longer because I read it on oh, Kindle. Okay. Um, and it like counts down the percentage that you have left. Mm-hmm. But it's because there was like another book was like, because I think this is a series. And so there's like another oh. thing that happens after. I don't know. But yeah, so yeah, so there was like the next chapters to the next book. So I thought like, oh my gosh, I have so much more. I wonder how it's going to wrap up. And then it just wrapped up really mm-hmm. fast. Um, I know I obviously had to end. And I, and I think the way that I did is actually kind of realistic. Um, but honestly, for being a yaw, and I haven't read like a true yaw in a long time. It was good. Like I was captivated because it jumped between characters and like and there was just enough kind of dragging you on like you wanted to know what the bad thing was and then like you learned about the bad thing that happened and you want to know okay how is that resolved like what's going on now Um, right is alice ever going to get a chapter like because alice throughout all of this you don't have an alice chapter like so you're like what 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 is going on in her mind why do we get it when am i going to have an alice chapter am i going to have an alice chapter like and then with like when you're in josh's chapter and it's like okay like you know what happened like you were in the car like okay what's gonna go on there and like everything like that and then even like elaine at one point is like she's like i know that i could probably like make a show to like be friends with alice and this would probably all stop but i don't know if i want to because she's like still mad that alice because uh, back in eighth grade rude and then, and then finally she's like i should probably like i can be mature about this or whatever and you're just like okay um but honestly i don't like four and a half five for what it like for what it is like it's a yaw book it was super well done i was hooked i read it fast like it was actually enjoyable and like realistic too like sometimes you know you're like reading like these young adult books and you're it's like like no like yeah that's not how people interact that's not how kids do anything and it like no it actually is like yeah i could absolutely see all of these rumors spiraling out of control you're in this tiny town that only cares about their football team so like yeah even the teachers are going to start te- treating you know the slut that killed the star football star horribly which they do like they kind of start like shunning her out and like not giving her a lot of chances for extra credit and stuff like that um and like it doesn't help that she wasn't like that great of a student to begin with so like yeah so they start doing Mm -hmm. that like it all goes around so yeah i don't know i think it was well done i could see why it was pretty good honestly yeah i also totally see why people banned it and they were successful some of them there is another one going around that's trying to ban it that has been uh denied again and again but they're still trying um and i i can see why people are trying to ban it i think it's stupid uh, but i also think banning most books are stupid i think read the book with your child and let's discuss or like let's talk Just about like it or whatever. questions like mm-hmm. yeah and like also like one like this where it's like so realistic like all of this could absolutely be happening in these schools and like what great talking points about it that like for all kinds of things of like you don't need to be pressured into having sex like lies are bad like let's not tell them drinking, and driving, not, drinking and driving that's not good like let's like not do let's see how all of these horrible things can like spiral and like yeah. make like folks like start thinking like you know like at some point like some characters are like contemplating suicide of like would this actually solve mm-hmm. my problems you know what i mean like so there's yeah. a lot of those options there but i think it also helps with like judging other people like especially like my book in particular like everyone had such different journeys but like most people only see what happens at the end you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. when you encounter a sex worker like you only see where they're at right now like you have no idea and I think that applies to like anything like when you meet anybody like you don't know yeah you don't know what's going on in their life what their background is like like you don't know what experiences they've had so I don't know in general I think that banning books 
kind of gets rid of some of that. But also like when school districts ban books, you can literally go to your local library and get it. That's true. But it is significantly harder, right? Like yeah. for a lot of that, I mean, that's it is. But if you really wanted to, but... they could still get it. Like, yeah. Or maybe you just got to have like a permission slip. I don't know. I feel like there's ways around for a straight like yeah. act of banning because also like typically the parents and the people that are banning books have never read the book. They're right. They're just going on like the blurb, right? So they're reading. They this read blurb. someone's review of it, and they're like, "No." Yeah, or they're reading the back of this book where it says, "Oh yeah, Ella slept with two guys in one night." Like, it's slot. bad, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna yeah. tell all the dirty details about it." Like, no. I think that's it. They don't. They don't read it. They haven't read yeah. it. They have no, or they're just like want their kids to be sheltered and don't want to have to have those tough conversations at all. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I felt like reading. I read lots of books. There was like sex in it for sure growing up, and like. It didn't make me feel like I was going to go do that, but it, mm-hmm. it made me like intrigued, like, huh? Yeah. How does that work? Or like, what do those relationships look like? Like, how does that pan out in the end? You know what I mean? Like, it gives mm-hmm. you kind of like just a different idea of like what, what could happen? Like, yeah. I don't know. Either way, people worry about too much. Stop banning books. That's, that's it's really the whole gist. Yeah. Just stop doing it. Um, But yeah, that's everything that we have. Until then, we'll talk to everyone later. Bye, everyone. Bye.